For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. Again, after a little bit of a hiatus, but we're not going anywhere. We're not going to go away that easy, especially for those of you that want us out of here. We're not doing it. Not going to do it. A little bit of a a vacation, if you will, as we reassessed kind of what we were going to do. We have decided officially, for those of you that are concerned at all. We have decided to go five days a week. Now, that's not always going to work out, but our intentions are to do this very podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday. Now, with that, you'll get a little bit of a change, and that change will likely come in the form of maybe shorter shows we may be looking at 30 or 40 minute shows instead of an hour and a half but in the long run you're still getting more content that way because you're getting five shows yeah monday through friday so it's not it's not a bad deal it's not a bad rap but it's going to help us with consistency and all that our tensions were to start yesterday as you see we didn't do that but if you've watched my personal social media over the past uh, 24 to 48 hours you will know what i was doing and why i was not able to uh, pull it off yesterday and that's because my dad was in the hospital he had surgery and he needed someone there by his side uh because one the hospital requires that and two they only let one person in there like uh what do they call them a caregiver so i was dubbed the caregiver 
uh, starting at like 3 a.m. yesterday. And I, I think I ended up leaving there at like 6 o'clock or something like that once we realized he wasn't leaving that night. He had to get his hip replaced. It's a done deal. He only fell one time after his surgery, so we're good to go. We are good. Um, Y'all know the, the regular drill. I'm not going to harp on it. Social media, YouTube, obviously, uh, over the line on Facebook, at Andrew McLean, who Twitter, Parlor. You know, you can find me. If you don't, you can ask. Whatever. Um, so let's get right to it. Right off the top, uh, earlier today, if you are listening on July the 14th, 2020, earlier today, Donald Trump held a press conference and it, it, it's so, sometimes he does these, and, and it's so smart of him to do. He uses them not just to address a certain issue or, you know, talk about whatever he's talking about. He, he has a purpose for it. Because the media is going to do what they're going to do. With whatever he does, whatever he says. So when he comes out here, he's not doing it because he wants to relay a message to the media or wants them to filter what he's got to say through their filter and then pass it on to the American people. There's always a bigger meaning. This particular press conference, he came out and he basically went through an entire list for what seemed like an hour of what Joe Biden and his crew, his his inner circle, if you will, what they are proposing if he becomes president. And it was obviously the most radical left-wing things you can think of that are never going to fly in middle America. And uh, he just laid it out there. Forced the media. Took After after the, 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 the little speech there, he took maybe four, five, six questions. And then he dipped out. But the whole purpose was to force them to sit there and listen to all of the things Joe Biden is proposing. Because guess what? Joe Biden's not telling anybody. He's not holding press conferences and taking questions from the media. He's just saying, Donald Trump's bad. Donald Trump's messed up the coronavirus response. Donald Trump this. He's like, okay, well, tell you what, Joe. Tell you what. If you're not going to tell the people what you stand for and what you plan on doing if you get to the White House, I'll do it for you. And that's what the president did. Absolutely genius, if you ask me. Also, Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the hospital yet again. The cat that doesn't have nine lives, she seems to have 900 lives. She's being treated for an infection. And the president was asked at his press conference about RBG. And uh, he said, I I didn't hear she was in the hospital, but I I wish her the best. She's actually given me a couple of good rulings as of late. So I appreciate that. But uh, we wish her the best and all that. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I mean, we don't want anybody to pass away or lose their life due to illness or anything like that. Our deal is we want Ruth Bader Ginsburg to retire, okay? Retire and live out the rest of your days happily with your family or your grandkids or your great-grandkids or whatever. Do you think? But the Supreme Court's not for you. Just move along. We'll pick somebody else. Obviously, that's not going to happen before the election. Democrats aren't going to allow that. But... If Donald Trump wins another four years, he's almost guaranteed to be able to to replace her seat. And she is the most uh, liberal on the court. At least she might be tied for first place. So that's something that we're going to keep our eye on as the week uh, rolls through. Uh, Another thing, uh, we've got a judge 
who was denied bail for Ghislaine Maxwell. And I've been working on how to say her name. Everybody says it different. I'm going to go Ghislaine. I was saying Ghislaine, but that sounded weird. And I wanted to stop saying it. Ghislaine Maxwell has been uh, denied bail, denied bond. She pled not guilty. And a trial has been set in this case for July 2021, which gives her a full calendar year to suicide herself. Now, granted, you hear that? You hear the dog's barking? It was working out real good. Now, granted, they're taking extra steps to make sure that she stays safe, right? They're moving her from cell to cell. I think at one point, a couple days ago, I heard she had been moved 32 times. They're keeping a close eye on her because of the debacle with Jeffrey Epstein. They don't want that to happen again. And hopefully they're taking it serious. And uh, we'll actually see her stay alive. So we got that going on. Also, one thing, obviously can't skip over this. The big thing is the Alabama Senate race that is going on right now. Polls just closed. If you're listening to this live, polls just closed 17 minutes ago and we will not we will not be um well i well i I don't want to say that because we might i I was going to say we're going to stay here until we get the results of that but you know if we don't we don't uh just keeping an eye on uh alabama senate we're gonna pull up that hashtag real quick al senate and see what we get here on the latest tweets, um, Jeff Sessions come away with sizable margins to make up for Tommy Tupperville's clear advantage of a county's office. It's all technical talk. I'm not worried about it. So we'll figure it out. We'll keep our eye on it and see what happens. Now... Outside of that, we've got radical nonsense going on in the United States of America. And a lot of it's got to do with coronavirus and bleeding and the other stuff. First off, I want to bring P. Diddy in here. He's joined me for this podcast. And he may stay with me for the uh, the entirety. P. Diddy, pull yourself, pull yourself a seat up over here. I got my WWE chair ring cider. It's got all of the WWE superstars autographs on it. Uh, that was actually from a, a WWE event. I think it was like front row or something. My buddy gave it to us, you know, which was kind of cool. That's from an actual event. It's not real autographs. It's just printed on there, but whatever. We'll take what we can get. P. Diddy, uh, first off, how are you, my friend? How are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad you're here on the podcast. And grab those headphones so you can, uh, you know how loud or lack thereof you are. Because... It's not just you. We've got a lot of people that have a problem with getting close enough to the mic. And nobody can hear them. Uh, But you're a pro. You've been doing this for a long time. I gotta say, I actually got a tweet from someone today that said, We want more P. Diddy on the radio show. And, And especially with, not the radio show, but the podcast as well. But especially with our current situation, we are here at home at the home studio, 
And there's nothing really stopping you from being on the show. I mean, you're right here. So, do you think you're going to make more appearances for the listeners who want you? Hopefully. They want some more P. Diddy? Um, I want you to explain something to me. You, you just downloaded NBA 2K20, right? Right. And it's on the PS4. It was, you said it was free? Yeah, I lost my old disc to it, so I didn't feel like buying it again, and then it came out and it was free, so... Yeah, so you had the game, but lost it, now it's on the the online store for free, you downloaded it, now you got it again. You're going through, you're playing online or whatever, or in the career mode, and throughout that, there's different things you can purchase for, I guess, your player or your team or whatever... Whether that's clothes, jerseys, or shoes, or tell me, tell me what all they have on there that you can purchase. Just in in general, not specifics, but like, is it shirts, shoes? It's shirts, shoes, different accessories. Like they even have backpacks and jewelry, and you get to wear that while you're playing basketball. Not while you're playing basketball, but there's this thing called the neighborhood, and right. that's where you play, just like with your friends, and just you can walk around do whatever street ball yeah and there's like yeah there's a little courts and you can play i got you and that's where you get to wear wear all your gear but if you get in an nba arena you can't you gotta wear uniform or as they're doing now in the the real nba they're allowing players to put these social justice phrases on their jerseys like black lives matter or whatever yeah so you came in to the kitchen earlier and you you told me this, and, and I wanted you to to talk about this on on the show. You, you're going through the online store, and you're seeing things that uh, trying to decide if you want it. You come across a T-shirt that is, or is it a jersey? It's like T-shirts. There's a jersey. There's multiple hoodies that say like. Well, and the one you saw was an American flag hoodie or jersey or whatever. Yeah. Okay, and you're like, I want that. And how much did that jersey or that shirt cost for, like, NBA 2K20 money? How much was it? 25000 of the NBA currency. Okay, and how much is that in, like, real money? Like, if you bought that currency with real money, or can you? Is that a thing? Yeah, you can. It'd be probably, like, $10, for that. So it's probably, like, kind of like V-Bucks on Fortnite, like, 10 bucks for 1000 or 10, 10 bucks for 10,000 NBA bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you saw that and you're like, geez, Louise, that's a lot of money for a very patriotic jersey that I would really like to have. Yeah. And as you're, you go on and you start to look more, what, what else did you find? There was a Black Lives Matter page, like an, a whole page dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. And it was jerseys, um... Hoodies, shirts, saying the all three of the things said black. One of them said Black Lives Matter. One of them said I can't breathe, and then the third one said I am George Floyd. These are shirts on the NBA game, and yes. how much did those shirts cost? They were completely free. Completely free. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that? As, as, I guess, sort of a reward on NBA 2K20, you would be able to get those shirts for free, don't have to purchase them, don't have to earn the money, don't have to pay the real money to get the money for, the NBA money for those shirts. 
but for the American flag, the the patriotic shirt, you gotta have twenty thousand NBA dollars. Correct. It's almost like you're being punished to support America. To, to support America to be patriotic, mm-hmm. and I can't help but think that that is kind of what we're looking at at society right now is it not yeah you almost get punished for uh supporting america uh supporting police whatever the case is it's bad right yeah so hold on i gotta take my my medicine so you saw that what was your first thought i was like okay you're like bruh Bruh. I was just like, um, you know, it's clear that they're one of the people who support Black Lives Matter. Right. You're like, thanks, 2020. Yeah. This is this is what it is. Get up to the microphone real quick. I want to talk to you about one more thing. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell me your true feelings about this because we're not, this is a recorded podcast. No, There's not really anybody listening to us live. It's just me and you in here talking. Um... And I, I talked to you about this the other day when we were in the car. We, your generation in particular, yeah, you can bring that mic over to you. Yeah. Try that. You still sound good? Yeah. Hey now. Say it. Hey now. There you go. Okay. Uh, your generation, you're born in 2010. Yes. And your friends are anywhere from 8 to 12, 14, whatever. Your generation is a generation that doesn't really see color or didn't see color. You had, you in particular, you had friends of all backgrounds, races, genders, whatever. Most most kids these days are going in, going to an integrated school. A school with not just white people or not just black people. It's a school of all different people. Because we all, in 2020, we all, we're all we all living in the same neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, there may be some towns that are whiter than others or uh, some areas that are more black than, than others. But mm-hmm. for the most part, we can at least say there's some people that don't look like me in this neighborhood that I live in or this school I go to. Mm-hmm. But now in 2020, for, for people like your age that have grown up Growing up with kids that didn't look like you, never thought anything of it. We're in 2020 now, and even if you're not the the child of a, a talk show host on the radio, kids your age are still seeing the news in one form or another. Yeah. The people y'all follow, the celebrities, the 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 sports stars, they're bringing up the issues because they feel like because they got this platform, they want to speak their mind or talk about what's important to them or whatever. So you guys are hearing it, and, and most kids your age have some sort of idea about what's going on, especially when it comes to race relations in this country. Yeah. The news is firing off at us. The, the, the Black Lives Matter protests, the statues being torn down, all this stuff that we're, we as adults are all seeing. Kids are seeing that too. So y'all have grown up not seeing color, but now, all of a sudden, on TV and everywhere you turn, Peyton, you're seeing black people demonize white people. People that uh, kids of your age that are black, they're seeing white people demonize black people. 
And so for kids that had never really thought about it in the past are all of a sudden questioning why why are there people that dislike other people because of the way they look? It's almost like it's new to kids your age. Yeah. And they're like they're they're not being able to process it. So where we were making great strides in 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 eradicating racism through generations. Each generation gets a little less racist and a little less racist. Here we are with a generation that don't really see color, and then we're pumping all these images, all of these sound bites, all this news into their little minds, and they're wondering, wow, is there, is there really a difference in us because of the way we look? Is this person more important than me because of the color of my skin? Does this person not like me? Is this person looking at me funny because I'm black? Or is that guy looking at me funny because I'm white? Kids your age, and you haven't had this discussion with many of your friends, I'm sure, but it, it, that may be different if you guys were in school and we didn't have a you know fake pandemic going on. You would probably get that same response from some of your friends. If you said, hey... How do you feel about all this race stuff going on? They're they're probably going to be saying, yeah, I didn't know the world was like that. And so what does that create? Could that create racism within a younger generation inadvertently? Because racism is not, you're not born racist, right? Yeah, it's just how you turn out to be. You don't come from the hospital and as your mind is developing and you're growing up, it's genetic that you're racist. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Racism is a learned behavior, whether you learn it from parents or grandparents or anywhere, for that matter. Are we learning kids your age racism? Are we teaching them racism without actually physically teaching them that? Is, is the news and the scenario going on in, the, in society right now... Is that teaching kids racism? And I think that's a question that all of us need to be asking ourselves. No matter what side you are when it comes to Black Lives Matter or whatever, uh, that's that's what we need to be asking ourselves. Because you guys, you and your friends, are going to be the ones that are leading the country in the future. You could be president in 30 years, you know? Kids your age could be president in 30 years, and, and this is what they're growing up viewing as race relations in this country. Mm-hmm. Again, you've got a good head on your shoulders because you you keep up with this stuff, and I tell you what's going on, or you hear it from me, or whatever. But it's all the other kids whose parents aren't having that conversation with them that I'm afraid they're going to be damaged on that front. So... It's, you know, it's a matter of of not getting... It's almost like seeing, hearing a conversation or seeing a, a, sound, a, a video clip or sound clip and it being out of context. Yeah. Where you don't... You, you only heard part of it, so it sounded like one thing, but if you heard 30 seconds after or 30 seconds before that sound clip, it would have been something completely different. Yeah. What it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Black Lives Matter. The Black Lives Matter started as a group that is really a terroristic group. I mean, these are people that that originated wanting to kill cops, right? Yeah. Well, 
the term Black Lives Matter has been adopted by, you know, pop culture, society. You're seeing it everywhere. It's on your video games. You're probably seeing every one of your, your favorite sports people, athletes, wear that stuff. And and we're, we, we've lost sight as to where that started. I believe Black Lives Matter. You believe Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but <clears throat> I believe Black Lives Matter. I just don't agree with what they're doing because right. they're just messing up the country. They want to end racism, but they're kind of... Creating more. Yeah. And that kind of defeats the purpose of what yeah, you're doing, buddy. spreading it like wildfire. Yeah. So, um, there needs to be, in my opinion, and I've talked about this on radio and everything else a million times, there needs to be something else, something that is completely detached from Black Lives Matter that says, here's the issues we want to talk about. We want to talk about them peacefully. We don't want to riot. We don't want to turn protests. We don't want to protest and it turn violent. We don't want to, we want to do this in a very MLK way. Martin Luther King preached peace, justice through peace, equality through peace. And you need to create yourself another group that is completely detached from that and has a completely different name. That That's the route today. But... Nonetheless, that doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon, and especially with it being election year, you know, P. Diddy, that they, um, they're going to take every situation leading up to an election and hype it up beyond belief to where, you know, it's used to divide the country. Yeah. Democrats are number one with dividing the country. That's all they want, right? Yep. That's why they're pushing coronavirus stuff. You know how absurd it is. I mean, you and I get angry just going out in public because of the absurd rules. You you can admit to this. You can vouch for me, Peyton. There's been many times you and I have walked to the doors of a store. We did it today. We went to... Um, five Below. We went to Five Below. No, make sure you're on that mic. I know i got to keep telling you. <laughs> uh, that's good right there. You you good? Push that wind wind gimmick back towards the mic. The other one, <laughs> just like putting it on your face. Okay, that's good. That's perfect. Talk to me. Hey now. Hey now. Ooh, that's good. That's coming in hot. I like it. We went to Five Below today, which is a store that says everything in the store is five five dollars or below. When really it has ten dollar product. Like right when you walk in the door, it's like, oh yeah, we have ten dollar products too. <laughs> right. Well we bought you a phone case and it was five dollars and fifty five cents. Yeah. Which I almost demanded my fifty five cents back. Or I was gonna sue them for false advertising. I didn't do it though. Um you can attest that we go to the to stores, we get to the door and then we end up having to turn around and go back to the car because we didn't bring our mask. It's like it's like we're superheroes almost. It's like, oh crap, forgot a mask. Yeah, we go in the phone booth and like spin around, and we've yeah. we've got we've got our outfit on. It's it's absurd, and the absurdity is reaching a new level. We're almost going back to where we were in late March, early April, where we were in freakout mode. We didn't know anything about the virus, and we're having to shut everything down. California has come out and decided. They are shutting down the entire state again. They've done it once, and here they are doing it again. Gavin Newsom, obviously the, the, the governor of California, he held a press conference. Here's what he said. Today, requiring all counties to close their indoor act, 
activities, their indoor operations uh, in the following sectors, restaurants, wineries, tasting rooms, movie theaters, family entertainment centers, zoos and museums, card rooms, uh, and uh, the shuttering of all bars. This is in every county in the state of California, uh, not just the counties that were on the monitoring list uh, that we announced on July. So there he is announcing that they are shutting down everything, anything and everything you can think of. Bars, restaurants, movie theaters, indoor activities in general, shutting it back down because, not because deaths are out of control or our hospital systems are overwhelmed. It's because why, P. Diddy? Because the positive cases are rising, right? The fake positive <laughs> cases. And by fake, you mean... They're fudging the numbers. Yeah. We had Trish, who talked to a friend just yesterday, mm -hmm. told her, hey, I went to get a coronavirus test because I was feeling sickly or whatever. Uh, I, I have to wait in line forever and a day. I finally decided I got to go because I got to go do whatever, whatever. They leave. And then what was it? A week later? She gets a call back and they say what? Hey, you've tested positive. You've tested positive for coronavirus. She didn't even get tested. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? So how many people has that happened to, and how many times has that positive test been added to the list of positive coronavirus cases? Because here's the thing. We had a correlation between positive tests and how many people were dying a month, two months, three months ago. Well, now we've got even more tests, but the difference between the positive test and the deaths, that gap has widened dramatically. Deaths are down over 90% from where they were at their peak. 90%. The deaths can't be down more than 100%. That means they'd be at zero. But we're, we're, we're dropping dramatically. Now, some hospitals are being strained, but it's a very small fraction of hospitals across this, across this entire country. So why is this? Is it possible that these tests, these numbers, COVID-positive numbers, are phony? Well, of course it is. The media... We'll call you a conspiracy theorist for that, right? They will tell you you're crazy, you're making up, you're you're Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Infowars wacko, and you just don't want to believe science. That's my favorite, P Diddy. They tell you you're a you're a science denier if you dispute any of that. This uh, global warming, if you try to say any of that's not real, guess what they say. They tell you you're a science denier. Yeah. Have you? And I'm sure when you get into college, you'll be told that too. If you go in there with your conservative viewpoints, you're probably. I, I'm saving up money now so I can pay three or four rounds of tuition for you to go to college because I fully expect you to get there and get kicked out of the first two or three because you said something conservative. You know. Yeah. Because they're trying to censor me because I'm right. Right. And then they'll just be like, okay, you got to go. You're kicked out of college. <laughs> so we'll just, we're, we're already anticipating that. But the point is, we're finding out every day more 
honest journalists who are finding out the numbers are fudged. This this aren't this this isn't this isn't a matter of uh, Trish's friend is just one person we we heard about that that happened to where they went to test they didn't test and they got a call back they were positive without ever taking the test when when sorry I'm getting a text um I don't know what that means some kind of cord what kind of cord do we have you tell her to come in here just tell Trish to come in here it's a podcast who cares this is our show we can do whatever we want yeah, just uh, hey Trish, <laughs> baby. Patricia. Hey, we're doing we're doing the podcast live, but oh. since it's our show, we just do whatever we want to. What cord? The, the one to my Turtle Beach PS4. Okay, so in the in the PS4, P Diddy, <laughs> they're with you're charging your controller on. That's what they need. Oh. So just grab it, hand it right to the door. No, you're fine. So anyway, as we were saying, they're honest journalists, even though it's a very small, maybe like a 0.2% of journalists that are honest, there's some of them out there. One of those, or a select few in at, at, at uh, uh, Fox 35 in Orlando. So Fox 35 in Orlando, they started digging deeper and deeper because they were concerned, just like everybody else, as to... Um, why the numbers were so high were so high in Florida, right? So they get to looking and looking and looking and they're looking at uh, the um, this was at the uh, Veterans Hospital in Orlando. They found out they were reporting like a 76% positive rate. What that means is 76% of people they were testing they were testing positive. And they said, that's huge, right? That would be, P. Diddy, if I told you 76% of people that are testing are testing positive. That would be bad, right? Yeah. And that's what these reporters thought. So they go investigate. Turns out it's not 76%. It's 6%. So 70% of the people that tested, quote, positive. Right. Or not positive they're they probably didn't even take the test or they're double counting positive tests or whatever so if this is going on in orlando you know it's going on across the country and you know that the 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 more left-leaning the state uh, the higher they're pumping this up and some people will think that they're on this moral high ground of oh well as long as i do this it's it's for the safety of the people it's for the safety of, of people so they don't, you know, they don't go out. They're, you're scaring people into wearing masks or whatever the case is. You and I hate wearing masks. Yep. And I don't know that anybody could scare us into wearing a mask, especially at this point. There was a sign at the hospital that was like, if you're having coughing, fever, difficulty breathing, people are having a difficulty breathing wearing a mask. Right. And it's telling you to wear a mask if you're having a difficult time breathing. Right. Well, now, to mention they've done uh, different tests on the air quality you have when you're in those masks. Like the, the, the CO2, carbon dioxide, the stuff you're not supposed to be breathing in. It's, your body puts this out because it needs to be out of your body. And it just 
and you're just sucking it right back in. Yeah. It's 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 dangerous when it comes down to it, but that's neither here nor there. This is the point of this is the 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 fudging of the numbers. It is 100% political. It is 100% to hurt Trump, aka hurt the economy. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they think yeah, making it, the numbers higher is going to hurt Trump. Right. So so they're thinking Okay, if the numbers are higher, we can scare governors and city officials into keeping their towns and their cities and their states closed. Thus, everybody, nobody has a job, nobody has any money, and when they get to election day on November 4th, they'll say, or November 3rd, they'll say, well, here's what, here's the only question you need in deciding who you're going to vote for. Are you better right now than you were four years ago? That's an old question they used to ask all the time. Yeah. And people are going to say, well, of course not. The country shut down. I don't have a job. I don't have any money. I'm miserable. I'm social distancing. I'm quarantined. No, I'm not better than I was four years ago. So the answer is, vote for the other guy, Joe Biden. That's their thinking. But in particular, this, this thing with the Florida numbers rising, it's even more sinister because... Originally, the RNC, the Republican National Convention, where they have the big presentation where they name Donald Trump the nominee of the Republican Party, the guy that's going to be in the general election. It was already known that was going to happen. But they're doing the official deal for Trump as they do every four years. It was going to be in North Carolina. Well, the officials in North Carolina got freaked out, and they said, we don't want you to do it here. We don't want to have this super spreader event and everybody gets sick because they're all packed in this arena or whatever. Trump says, fine, I'll move it to Jacksonville. So they move it to Jacksonville, Florida. Well, ever since they announced they're moving it to Jacksonville, Florida, all of a sudden, mysteriously, the case numbers start rising. The infection numbers start going up. And there's so many people in Florida that have coronavirus. They want that to happen so they can then force the RNC and the Trump nomination to be postpone or be a a, a virtual convention right yeah they wanted to do it online and why because it's not going to matter trump's still going to be the nominee because they don't want people seeing on tv the abundance of support that this president has they don't want people to have the visual that trump is supported overwhelmingly by the republican party and that that party is unified because their narrative is nobody supports Trump anymore. Everybody's jumping ship. Nobody can stand this guy. They want to use that to keep the RNC from happening and to ultimately hurt Trump because they've got a narrative. They've prom- they, they've told everybody Donald Trump is done. Nobody's supporting him. His, his ha- most hardcore supporters no longer support him whatsoever. He's done. And so that's why you're seeing that. It's it's 100% in order to hurt the economy and cancel the RNC. Democrats are not stupid, P. Diddy. I mean, yeah, a little in bit. a sense. In a sense, they are. But when it comes to overall political strategy and being willing to do anything to stop and obliterate your opponent that's 
that's the that's the smart move they've got. That they, that's the one advantage they have is they have no conscience, they have no no moral compass. They will literally kill to stop their opponent. It is the most evil party we've ever seen in politics ever, and you've gotten a front row seat to it. That's <laughs> this is P Diddy's introduction to politics. Is seeing the most evil political party in history. Yep. But it's fun to keep up with. P. Diddy, I appreciate you hanging out with me on the podcast. After the show, I'm going to teach you how to keep your hands off your mic and stay keep your mouth towards the mic so you can be a radio podcasting pro next time. Got it. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the info. We'll have you on again. Tomorrow, if you are in uh, Birmingham, Birmingham area, I'm on 99.5 starting at 10 o'clock. Make sure you check it out. Outside of that, we'll be back with a brand new podcast starting tomorrow night. So until then, see you, cool.